Welcome to Lessons in Life and Love with Rihanna Milne, where we show you how to have the positive mindset for success in all life areas so you can grow beyond difficult transitions and evolve from those challenging moments that may have influenced your past but will not define your future. It's time to have the life you desire and the love you deserve as we teach you the exact skills needed to attract and keep a lasting, emotionally healthy and conscious relationship. Now, please welcome your host, certified life dating and relationship coach, trauma professional, and best-selling author, Rihanna Milne. Welcome to show 25 of Lessons in Life and Love. How are you? I'm Coach Rihanna Milne, known as a life and love transformation expert, and I'm on a mission to change the way the world loves, and I hope you, my listeners, my angels of love, and my love transformers will help me spread the word on how to have conscious, loving, and respectful relationships. Thanks for joining me tonight. Tonight's show, we're going to go into learning to love unconditionally, the power of forgiveness and letting go, how to move on and dealing with lost dreams. I had a couple of people, I was putting out a lot of free podcasts and interviews and information on Valentine's Love Week. And we're still kind of in love month, so I like to try and help everyone. But I had a couple of people write me and say, well, how about us who are in hurting relationships? Do we hang on? Do we not hang on? People were disappointed over Valentine's Day with people canceling plans on them, not showing up. And I said, you know, love day. It's the one day of the year. Who cares if Hallmark invented it? It's still recognized as a day to show love and appreciation for someone you care for. So if you made plans, you don't cancel, right? You don't change things up on people. And this is what I'm talking about, respect. Respectful relationships for someone you care for. They're like, how do you know when to move on? Should I just let go? How do I deal with the lost dreams that I had that this could have been something in important. So you know what? Let me cover that tonight. That's why I'm going to be hitting on this topic. And if you missed last week's show, we had a great lady from Australia with a ton of patience. We were losing her line from time to time because it was all the way across the pond in Australia. But I met her right in my backyard in Delray Beach, Florida at the International iDate Conference. Her name is Kavia Lozell, and she is the CEO of Love Connection, which is like the Netflix there all about love. And she has given our listeners a free 30-day trial to get in there and look at and listen to any tapes or information. I know she's planning to open that this month, so just keep checking back. And you can get all the information on my podcast website, which is www.lessonsinlifeandlove.com on show 24. And she covered kissing turn-ons and off, the body language of attraction. How do you know when someone wants to kiss you and other really cool stuff that I think was very valuable for all our listeners? As usual, if you would like to call in and ask me a question, it's free. So take advantage of it. It's 866-451-451. 1451. It could be about something you're struggling with, a question about tonight's topic or any other show topic, or just something you want to comment on or discuss. 
I always like to hear from you, my listeners. So anytime, call in. Tonight, we'll be covering information that is part of my research that has gone into my book, Love Beyond Your Dreams, Break Free of Toxic Relationships to Have the Love You Deserve. And you can get free chapter downloads of both the love book and Live Beyond Your Dreams right on my website, rihannamilne.com. And it's always my mission to teach you the exact skills you need to have a fantastic life and to attract and keep a fabulous love partner. No matter your age, whether you're a man or a woman, straight or LGBT, or if you're single or in an exclusive relationship, you are bound to find information that you can use to help you have the life you desire and the love that you deserve. Also, you know, if you want to apply for a free life and love transformation discussion uh, with me for up to one hour, Go to my website to apply there on the pop-up form. Again, that's rihannamilne.com. Tell me your story, what you're struggling with. I open seven sessions a week for my podcast and radio live listeners. Take advantage of that. Lessons in Life and Love right now is on Alexa and Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Music, and other favorite apps. Enjoy and please spread the link to people that you know could use the information. Just be an angel love, share the show link, and leave a comment and a five-star rating. That is always appreciated. Okay, so let's get rolling with tonight's topic. I want to start out with learning to love unconditionally. I like this quote from Jane Roberts. It says, you must love yourself before you can love another. By accepting yourself and joyfully being what you are, you fulfill your own abilities and your simple presence can make others happy. And she is referring to aura or energy when you are happy and high on life and have great life balance, then that energy is contagious to others. They feel happy around you. They feel up. They feel energized. They just feel like, wow, you're an exciting person to know. And when you have good life balance, you look at every area of your life and make sure everything is where you want it to be, whether it's your friendships, your relationships with your children, your financial situation, your educational level, or if you want to learn something new, you're always learning something new. Fitness, mental mindset, is positive. What are you planning that is a good surprise for yourself this year? Whether that's a new vacation somewhere or traveling to see friends. I mean, plan a life that you love. That's what we are always talking about because we never know how much time we have. We're going to go into forgiveness, loving unconditionally, right? The renewal stage after a toxic relationship or a difficult breakup is marked by increased confidence due to an improved sense of self-control over your life. When a sense of calm and acceptance of the past, non-productive or toxic relationship becomes normal for you, then you're ready to reinvest emotionally into a new relationship. You should experience a feeling of renewed energy, elevated self-esteem, and a sense of wholeness before you start dating. And this is the exact time period where I get most of my people enrolling in my program, the Dating to Mating Life and Love Transformation Group. Just started last week. I could still get people in there. If you're interested, contact me right away at rihannamillen at gmail.com. Even though you missed the first lesson, there are six more lessons left and they train until May. These people recognize that it's very important to understand any past childhood, dating, love, or relationship trauma 
overcome that negativity, the anger, the anxiousness, the lower self-esteem to feel amazing again before you go out and date. Because after being hurt by someone you trusted, it's harder to move on and love unconditionally again. But it's really important that you must learn how to. Otherwise, you won't know gratifying love if you've never learned to love unconditionally. And this is where your spiritual study, reading and meditation becomes so important, which is part of my program. You want to use your strongest spiritual sense to forgive your previous partner as well as your relationships and ask for guidance to be a better partner in future relationships. It isn't fair to imprint your past partners and justices onto someone new. You must learn to extend 100% trust to your new partner once you become exclusive, if that's what you both want. Once exclusivity becomes a shared decision, then trust must be given. Exclusivity doesn't and shouldn't happen quickly. It should take at least three to six months before knowing if this is truly the only person you want to date to the point of seeing a future with them. So ask yourself, do I see enough in common that I really see a future I'm excited about? Do they share my passion of travel, of dance, of family, of children? Do they have a great relationship with their kids? Are their kids emotionally healthy and successful? Are they financially secure? Do you see really going forward with this person? And by three months in, if you don't, if you have an uncomfortable feeling of anxiety inside of you or there's things you don't like that they repetitively do, don't succumb, don't settle. Just say they're nice for many reasons, but I just don't think they're really my type and then let them go with love. So the decision to move forward with exclusivity or not should be made prior to any sexual activity. You're really trying to see if everything else lines up. And if it does, move on to intimacy. If you start with intimacy, then you have a sexual relationship, but everything else could be really off. Sex, if it occurs too early, the relationship may mostly be just about sex rather than exclusivity or a long-term relationship. If a man shows impatience in this area and doesn't want to wait, you'll know his intentions were primary sexual. A man is happy to wait for sexual intimacy when he's crazy about you, being glad to have as much time with you as possible, enjoying every moment before making love. He will be fine with that. And if he's not, that's really a sign that This isn't supposed to work anyway, because when love and friendship merge, the strongest, most lasting bonds are formed. Trust develops and grows in the courtship phase. You both take your time and enjoy the dating process. Trust should be well established by the time you make love. Love unconditionally until a red flag warning appears regarding his ability to be trusted. Have an open and loving discussion about why you're concerned over something that he said or that he repeatedly does or doesn't do. Calmly explain why this is important to you. Then with people who have a deeply spiritual faith, place personal integrity first in life. It gives them personal power and a strong sense of self-esteem. People who are spiritual, we feel confident and both like and respect who they are as individuals. Therefore, we have the capacity to love our partner unconditionally as well. The 90-day rule has been something many coaching advisors, love advisors, have talked about for many, many years. And that means waiting for intimacy because within that time, each of you has let down your guard enough to reveal yourselves and your authenticity. Yes, love and trust unconditionally and show them that you live with complete integrity. As time goes on, trust becomes stronger 
as they too continue to show levels of integrity. If you discover lies, secrets, cheating, he fails to do what he promised, he hides his phone, or you find sexy messages from other girls, you find him on a dating app when he told you he was dating exclusively, that's a problem. Get out of the relationship because he can't be trusted. Exclusivity means exclusive. And either you trust them or you don't. And if we don't have trust, you don't have anything. This way you're not too invested emotionally or sexually and it's easier to just move on. If your integrity and trust is breached, be grateful that you discovered it early on. Don't buy into any lame excuses. Trust your intuition, love yourself more, and leave any relationship that doesn't have a trustworthy foundation. Let him go in friendship, wishing him well, but explain that relationship is no longer working for you because you just don't trust him. If you choose to forgive him and want to extend another chance for him to prove his integrity, state again your boundaries for exclusivity and trust. Make sure you both have a mutual understanding about what you both want and need as far as relationship rules for emotional friendships beyond your primary relationship. If there's a second violation of trust, his true character will have then been revealed and remain unreliable. I always advise giving someone complete trust initially because only they can betray it by acting inappropriately. So give 100%. If they do something wrong, then they are chopping away at their own ability to be trusted. So it's not about anyone else. It's about them and their actions. Loving someone unconditionally is a spiritual-based concept you should extend to everyone when you begin to date. It adopts the notion of loving your fellow human beings in a kind and trusting way. However, you're never obligated to stay in a toxic or deceptive relationship of any kind. That is just one thing about learning to love unconditionally when it comes to dating and not bringing any past relationships forward or blaming anybody else for another person's actions or activities because they had nothing to do with it. Whether to let go or not, I call forgiveness and the goodbye letter if you decide to move on. That's part of processing the goodbye. This quote is from Sarah Buckley, MD. She says, forgiveness breaks the self-defeating cycle of anger and resentment, which only holds us back. We learn to forgive so we can overcome these demons, experience the emotional relief, and move on with our lives. Mourning the relationship is a necessary stage of a breakup. The relationship has died, and each will process the loss in his or her own way. There's no doubt your emotional reactions will be felt for a very long time if it was a very long relationship. You might go through different stages like anger, hurt, sadness, helplessness, fear, depression, guilt, remorse, and then fantasizing even about a reconciliation. You can absolutely hate what he did to you, but it's still important that you forgive the person. Forgiveness does not mean that what he did to you was acceptable. Instead, it relieves you of the anger that you hold inside so that it doesn't make you physically and mentally ill. Forgiving yourself is imperative to your health and healing. You may feel angry and believe you didn't try hard enough or you could have done something differently. Or you may even feel that you were a failure because your marriage didn't work. But with a toxic partner who's also an emotional manipulator or an addict of any kind. And remember, addiction is not just drugs and alcohol. It's sex. That means repetitive cheating, porn, gambling, overeating, gaming, hoarding, spending, and overworking. Okay, they're all forms of addiction. 
You must come to realize that you did all you could do to make the relationship work. His mental health issues are not within your ability to control or change. They have got to win it for themselves. You might feel angry for several reasons, having missed the signs that he had a toxic personality or an addiction issue, making excuses and covering up for his bad behavior, which could be part of codependency, or giving him too many chances when you could have left a long time ago, all leading him to manipulate you consistently. You may also feel anger for all the years you wasted trying to fix and change him. You feel frustrated thinking you could have been with someone more emotionally healthy. If you're near retirement, this resentment usually includes a fear of being alone as you grow older, feeling that you have made the decision for the rest of your life to be with this partner as you both age together. And when they totally let you down, that's a hard one to overcome. What is done is done. The important thing is not to waste another second of time. Forgiving it all gives you the energy to create and achieve your new dreams for your future and your new life. As you learn to become more positive, you may encounter new friends, family members, or acquaintances who can make you sometimes feel guilty for wanting to end the relationship with what they felt was, quote, such a great guy, unquote. Remember, your partner put their fun-loving and super-friendly face on only for the outside world and not for you inside your home, unfortunately. No one knows what you endured or would anyone really understand unless they were in your shoes. If people say, wow, everyone loved him, you can respond, yes, I loved him too. And we're all shocked by his behavior and then leave it at that. No one needs to know the details of why that person wasn't an honorable man in the marriage or in the relationship. Stop spending time with negative people who don't support you and you're needing to heal. Forgive your past choices and be keenly dedicated to reinventing yourself now and being sure to get the education that you need to make a better, more emotionally sound choice for someone who is emotionally healthy, evolved, and consciously aware. This is what my coaching does for all the clients that choose to work for me. Promise yourself that you'll ask a lot more questions when dating. Take things slow and keep stronger boundaries. Don't get emotionally or sexually involved too quickly. At the first sign of any toxic behavior, revisit my book and make an informed decision to protect yourself and break things off. Do listen to your intuition. Even those people that have childhood trauma that comes to me with very high anxiety, they learn to really calm the overall general anxiety down. And then when anxiety comes up in their new selves, they learn to listen to it because now they know that's a message that they have to heed. Their intuition is telling them to watch out for something. Instead of getting fearful, anxious, or nervous, they get calm and peaceful and meditate on what is it that I need to know. And they get those answers and then they make sound decisions. You will feel anxious when you meet someone toxic. Respect your gut and stop dating or talking to them immediately. Refusing to date toxic people leaves you free to find someone who is not. Keeping the pro and con list of your partner's character traits may help you remember the good he brought into your life and forgive, but not forget the bad. 
may always feel hatred and anger towards his lies and destructive actions. And this will stop you from wanting to return to them. But holding on to the good memories, you'll have something to cherish about him as a person that allows the shared loving time to count for something positive. So hold on to the positive memories. Trying to remember the good times will help to heal your heart and help you to move on. You want to have positive energy for your new life. Meditation and prayer that center on letting go with forgiveness towards yourself and your ex is essential. The second part of your prayer should focus on the significant changes you want to make for and within yourself. Once you feel a sense of forgiveness and feel strong enough to leave everything behind you, then write a goodbye letter. Closure is an important part of healing. I suggest that you write the letter in the Word program on your computer. Revisit it several times to edit it so it says all that you want to say. I call this a therapeutic love letter. You want to thank him for the good memories and list a few of them. Tell him kindly without blame how disappointed you feel that things did not work out. Don't threaten them in any way at all or do anything that could legally get you into trouble. This is not a hate letter, okay? This is a way to process your relationship and end it on a loving note. Don't suggest a meeting or the possibility of trying again, though, and don't expect a response. Remember, you have learned that one in 25 people are sociopathic. That was a research in 2011. Now they're saying it's more like four or five in 25. Sociopaths have long moved on to the next person, the next opportunity. They use people for pleasure or profit. They're not mourning you. They've moved on to someone else and they don't care much about you or your pain. They won't ever sincerely apologize. And that's one thing that a lot of my people just can't get over. Like, why wouldn't he apologize for the horrible things he did? I mean, just to say he's sorry and have some empathy towards you. But that's the thing. The sociopath doesn't. They don't apologize. This letter is not about getting a response for him or an apology or a kind thought. The letter is for you and your release from the binds that nearly strangled you. Say what you want in the letter, but remember that he may show it to others or try to hold it against you in some way. So choose your words very carefully so that can't happen. End the letter with a spiritual sign off. Goodbye, good luck, and God bless. This statement solidifies in your heart and mind that this relationship is now done and you can let go with forgiveness and a kind word. Signing off in this kind and loving way shows that you have faith that God will bless you with great love the next time. The letter will serve as a closure you need to move on with confidence and in preparation for being the best you and with the energized focus to find love beyond your dreams. We'll keep moving on into dealing with the lost dreams, anger, and pain. This quote is from Buddha. As most people know, I'm an interfaith minister, and I have respect for all the higher books. I do really love Buddhism. That was one reason I was in Bali and visiting all the temples in November and December. I had a great time and very, very amazing place. Have you ever thought you'd want to go? Don't say no. (laughs) Do it. World travel is one of my deepest pleasures. And you just learn so much of history and architecture and ancient worlds and civilization. You'll just have so much respect also for your own home when you get back. This quote says, anger will never disappear as long as thoughts of resentment are cherished in the mind. Anger will disappear just as soon as thoughts of resentment are forgotten.
So again, you want to get rid of those thoughts of resentment, try to hold on what was good, but at the same time, have that other list of all the ways that you were hurt. So that will keep you from going back to the love object. Studies show that 85% of relationships fail. Now that's a big number, isn't it? It's close to 60% for marriages. But by the way, and I'll be sharing some of this next week, is that marriage has certainly gone down, especially amongst the millennials. They are marrying later and they're not marrying as often. It's quoted that they just don't believe in the institution because they saw so many of their parents divorcing. The most traumatic stage of a breakup occurs when physical separation is taken place by one or both partners deciding to leave. This stage can be marked by shock, disbelief, intense loneliness, anxiety, fear of the future, and rapid mood strings from depression to a sense of relief, peace, and freedom. Some common friends are lost in the process, and that's sad too, friends that you had as a couple. Then you have to explain the separation to family and friends, coworkers and acquaintances throughout your community. This makes it difficult to escape from being reminded about your partner and the relationship. The romantic dreams created for the perfect future life that you thought you'd have together were shattered in an instant when you might have uncovered your partner's secret or when they left you or when you mutually broke up. You're now obliged to face the painful reality that your partner is nowhere near the perfect person that you might have fantasized him or her to be. Those prone to being love addicts tend to fall in love with the idea of who their partner is rather than the real person, sometimes referred to as, now listen to this, the soulmate. You felt that you had finally found the perfect person who made you feel safe, loved, and whole. The notion of the soulmate and romantic, passionate chemistry is fed into our American culture through movies, music, and romance novels. This idea is neither emphasized nor expected in most other cultures around the world. The romanticized relationship often starts with a whirlwind courtship and sexual passion, where childhood fantasies... And again, feelings of wanting love so deeply if you experience childhood trauma, there's fantasies of the perfect partner, the knight in shining armor for a woman or the superwoman providing perfect love for a man. That's where it all begins. You're actually falling in love with the expectation of what you feel the ideal relationship should be. You become unconsciously determined to see this romantic relationship come to fruition. You try to get your partner to do and be everything that matches your lifelong fantasy. These romantic fantasies were used in your childhood to help you escape the pain of abandonment, the feeling of the lack of love and feeling of insecurity that you might not have gotten from your mom or dad. When your partner lets you down, you're left with anger, pain and frustration. Although both love and avoidance addicts have a charming, sensitive, fun, and outgoing side to their personalities, the sudden, super intense sexual and romantic connection is what attracts these two types. This creates the high in the relationship, and it eventually must grow into a comfortable friendship and coexistence, or more likely becomes over-enmeshed by the love addict which causes the love avoidance to sabotage the relationship and run if it feels too micromanaged or too close. During the romantic high, you both build a dreamlike ideal future, which you both come to believe will bring you great joy. For a while, this fantasy feeds both the needs of the love addict and the avoidant. 
One day your world seems perfect and the next day there's a sudden disillusionment when you discover that the avoidant has been cheating in an affair or has had an addiction for years without your knowledge. Everything you believe to be true about your partner and everything you dreamed about your relationship to be has been a lie. As a love addict, you feel angry, deceived, and hate the lies, but you're still madly in love and emotionally connected to the partner who hurt you so badly. So what to do? Well, hold on, because we are leaving for a break just for a minute, and I'm going to pick up right there when we get back. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com forward slash Rihanna and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a free title and start listening today. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash Rihanna and get started. Why Audible? Well, Audible content includes an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original audio shows, news, comedy, and more from the leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, and entertainers. To download your free audiobook today, just go to audibletrial.com forward slash Rihanna and enjoy your free audiobook. Okay, we're back. This is Rihanna Milne. You're listening to Lessons in Life and Love live on BBM Global Network. We are talking about dealing with the lost dreams, anger and pain of the breakup of the disappointment that some people told me that they had around Valentine's Day when people had made them promises and they failed to deliver. And they were hurt. You know, they were let down. They trusted. They were looking forward to a few days together or one special day. And their people let them down. This is some of the things that you will experience when you've trusted so much. And then it just disappears. So the overwhelming emotional pain of lost dreams feels excruciating and can plummet you into a deep numbing depression. It's at this time you must get coaching and call on your support systems for help. Now, keep in mind, everybody has their own lives. Everyone does have ups and downs. So you can't keep turning to one special friend to unload all your burdens on them. Because if you do, you're going to lose your friend. This is when it's really important that you turn to a professional, a love coach that's been certified, specializes in love trauma, the loss of a sudden jolt from love trauma that is also PTSD. If you're experienced that, the initials you want to look for is CCTP, which is Certified Clinical Trauma Professional, Certified Life and Love Coach. These are all of my credentials that I carry because it's very different when you're dealing with pain and trauma from the past and how it's carried forward in your decision and who your love partner is going to be. And then if you keep finding yourself falling in love with the same type of person and getting hurt over and over again, you have to start questioning, what are you doing wrong? Why are you attracting toxic people? There is an answer to it and there is a solution. That's what I do. I help people learn not to attract that type of person anymore into their life and get an emotionally healthy person. So if you've been hurt this Valentine's weekend, don't settle. Get strong. Reach out. Get a free Life and Love Transformation Discovery Session at RihannaMilne.com. Let me see why you're bringing that into your present. It's usually something from your past. The research shows childhood trauma does go through the generations. You had it. Your mom and dad have it. You have kids. Your kids probably have it. 
that's probably a 99% certainty that your kids are suffering as well. So the sooner you get help as the adult and the parent, you can help your kids get emotionally healthy and sound. And it's never too late, but the sooner the better because you will keep making the mistakes until you get the help. When I say call on your support systems for help once or twice and then get professional help. You may need an antidepressant or a sleep medication to help you get through your early period of breakup. However, I am one really to promote holistic mind, body, spirit healing. But sleep can be difficult as thoughts of your partner become obsessive and constant. It's almost like a form of systematic torture. You might fall asleep early due to exhaustion, but then you'll wake up around three or four and stay awake for hours with disturbing thoughts, weird dreams, anxieties, or fears about the future. Because life as you knew it is gone. Now's the time to heal and reinvent yourself and make your life better than ever. With daily goals, it will take time and effort, but you'll start it on a plan towards changing your life despite feeling that you're without the energy or the motivation. With faith and coaching, your life can quickly turn around to be positive and exciting again. That's so really true. My clients feel a lot of relief within a week to 10 days. They feel hopeful. They get solid advice and exercises to try right away. They start making sense of why things broke down if they're in a coupled relationship, how to understand each other better with more love and empathy and kindness, where their childhood trauma has come up and hurt the others, unbeknownst to them that it's hurt the others. So it's really a fascinating study in very deep psychology. But it does change lives. It's really important that you learn the technique. If you currently feel depressed, whether the situation serves you, some people stay in that state of mind because they find it gets empathy or attention from others. So you don't want to really stay or be the victim. We want to empower you and make you feel great. Does it allow you to work less and have others provide it for you? With an honest recognition of the advantage of depression might enable you and the acknowledgement of fear and letting go, depression is also, again, result of childhood trauma. But you can alter old behaviors and live a life full of unlimited personal power and happiness. People can do anything when they focus on personal control, their mindset for success and getting out of the negative mindset, which many people have, where the studies show most people have eight out of 10 negative thoughts. But we move you towards the most benefit emotional and psychological states. Now, I had the privilege of learning about emotional and intellectual mind control through Tony Robbins' presentation, Unleash the Power Within. I really, really enjoyed the full three-day attendance, and I had learned, as everybody else did, to prepare ourselves to work on 2,200 degrees red-hot coals over a 12-foot path in bare feet. Consciously, no one possesses enough courage to work on the hot coals or think they weren't burning their feet. Most people would say, oh, my God, like, how can I walk on hot coals like that? Now, keep in mind, I really love to dance. And this was a real fear for me because I'm thinking if I get on those coals and I burn my feet and I can't dance anymore, I will lose something that I truly love. Although the coals stayed fiery hot, I was able to convince my mind 
to guide myself into the emotional and physiological states that I needed to succeed. Tony shouts at us, now make your move. And I mentally and physically psyched myself up, closed my eyes and shouted, yes, yes, yes. Three times as I pumped my arms with fisted hands and I clearly envisioned myself succeeding. Then you have to bravely and slowly walk what I call the path of destiny while repeating the words, cool moss, M-O-S-S, like what grows on trees, it's cool and it's soft. And just keep saying, cool moss, cool moss, cool moss, as you walk across the hot coals. Now I succeeded. And after celebrating my accomplishment of getting all the way across, I was really astonished by how soft and cool the coals had felt on my feet. There were no blisters on my feet or soreness of any kind. I was like laughing in amazement. I thought how fast I always run to get to the cooler section of the sand at the beach in the summer, but you can't run over burning coals yourself because if you slip and fall, then your hands go down and you lose the state of mind that you put your mind into to convince yourself of how you want to be, right? So here is a very good example of your mind can create your physiological state of being. It can convince you to be kind and calm and loving and confident and secure. So I say mindset is everything. Tony takes his attendees through 12-hour days, three in a row, which are filled with experimental education on exactly how to break through fear and turn it into personal power. Everyone, I think, should attend a Tony Robbins seminar at least once, and you will leave on an emotional high. Know you can face and eliminate your fears and do anything you choose. And yes, I am thrilled to be called an official fire walker. My t-shirt even says so. (laughs) It changes your mind because about life. It's amazing because I put a sign up in my therapy office, I can do anything I walk on fire. And that's how you feel when you leave there. Through life and relationship coaching, many singles discover that they unconsciously hold back from having love in their life due to the fear of being hurt, feeling unworthy, or having been abandoned as a child. Couples come to realize that they're sabotaging their marriages by not candidly discussing their needs with their partners. Instead, they search for happiness outside of marriage or they emotionally shut down because they're fearful. They don't want to start a fight or they're afraid of being abused or yelled at or of losing the relationship if it becomes too toxic. Extraordinarily good life experience, such as being in love and having a fulfilling, passionate relationship requires a risk of facing your fears boldly and eliminating them. And that's what we do with coaching. We face the fears, the negativity, the sadness of the past, get you to understand it, how it's affecting you as an adult. And then you start voicing your needs, your wants, and your desires in a very kind, calm, and loving way to people that you meet. Then you get your needs met. And if someone can't meet those needs, then either you stop dating Or as a couple, if you're a couple, you come to learn about negotiation and how to work through those issues where you're working as a team and working to come to a good solution for the both of you. Extraordinarily good life experiences such as being in love and having fulfilling passionate relationship requires this risk of facing your fears boldly. 
uncompromising honesty with yourself and your partner, along with learning alternative behaviors from your coach, can bring dramatically positive changes to all areas of your life. So say yes to a fabulous life. Say yes to falling in love again. Say yes to dedicating yourself to a healthy lifestyle, mindset, and relationship. And say yes to living in the now. Don't keep bringing up your past. You can't change it. You don't live there. Close the door on the past. All you can change is your now. And what you decide to do now will always affect what's happening in your future. Dedicate yourself to living in the moment speaking from your heart, speaking kindly, being a team, set and complete daily, weekly, monthly, and yearly goals. You celebrate all your glory when you reach those goals. In the sister book of this book, it's called Live Beyond Your Dreams, From Fear and Doubt to Personal Power, Purpose, and Success. I clearly describe what I call the watch me mindset, which is very similar to Tony's philosophy in many ways. And it's funny because I wrote that book in 2006. It was called Watch Me, The Bold, Brave, Motivational Attitude for Personal Success. Then I rewrote it into Live Beyond Your Dreams. But all that around the watch me mindset was described before I went to Unleash the Powers Within. We had a very similar philosophy in living a life of boldness, the life that you really desire. We teach that dedication to daily motivational and inspirational reading, fulfilling of desired and defined goals, inclusion of meditation or prayer on a daily basis to focus on life desires and believe that you can achieve them, giving to others and empowering yourself by eliminating faulty patterns and belief systems. You will feel tremendous bliss and gratitude while living a life and having a life that is beyond your dreams. And that is the whole goal. Part four of what I wanted to cover tonight was how to move on. This quote is from William Jennings Bryan. It's destiny is not a matter of chance. It is a matter of choice. Each day we get to choose how to live and love in a different way. Teachings from Buddhism say that relationships are brought into our life to teach us something. However, unless you see and understand the childhood patterns that bring you into relationships, you're bound to repeat the same mistakes. Part of healing is taking the time to reflect on what good you brought into the relationship and what past issues or insecurities called problems came from your end and what you can do better the next time. The whole research on childhood trauma is very, very new. Most of us didn't even realize we were bringing a lot of unconscious patterns into our adult love relationships, things that occurred to us as children. If you're new to my podcast and radio show, make sure you go back to show one and two, where I cover about the 10 childhood traumas. It'll start making a whole lot of sense to you. My website is lessonsinlifeandlove.com. I want to realize that your partner also has good and bad qualities and past childhood issues or love relationship issues they also brought into the relationship. Breaking up is hard to do, and it's a process rather than a single event. You probably can recall the beginning of the spiral that led to the relationship ending. Had there been an affair or an addiction or a breach of trust or a second or a third breach, toxic anger, chronic unemployment, 
selfishness, narcissism, or a lack of financial or other responsibility, letting you down when it comes to promises or being an equal, mature parent. As long as it took to reach the final physical departure, it will take as long, if not longer, for you to be gone to heal your heart, mind, and soul from that relationship. You need to start right away. Usually the first stage after a breakup is shock, especially if they left you without informing you, which is the ultimate cowardice. The next stage could be anger or depression or a combination of both. You may even feel some relief knowing that you no longer will endure the rages, mistakes, addiction, lame lies, or excuses. You'll feel anger at their apparent escape from any responsibility after they leave you to carry on with their destructive habits and the aftermath of what was done. While relived in part, you'll also mourn the loss of your dreams, the death of your relationship, and severe bruising of your self-esteem. If they lacked integrity and fled, leaving you to explain it all to everyone, this disappearance as an admission that he really screwed up and couldn't face your parents, friends, children, or the community. You may have decided to leave this person because of their addiction or toxic behaviors or for not living up to their promises. The lifestyle you were to share together slowly degenerated as they moved through their life treading water while you worked twice as hard to make up for their slack. Your dedication to working hard never changed, but maybe theirs did, making you resentful, stressed, exhausted, and angry. You want and you deserve more in life as well as a partner who feels the same way, who is not a child that you need to take care of. During this time, you'll feel emotions that are completely normal, like shock, anger, denial, depression, rage, lots of crying at the drop of a hat, pain, planning, maybe solutions to get back together, missing them and the unbearable loneliness. You'll not want to go out into the community to explain what happened or answer the question, so where's so-and-so? when people are so used to seeing you two together as a couple. It will be difficult or impossible to go to your regular spots or listen to the songs that you both love together or maybe dance to. There'll be times when you hate them and wish them dead, love them and want them back, or bargain with them to try again because you'll have weak moments when you think things weren't that so bad. The torment of your emotional pendulum is natural, but it is very exhausting. Through the first stage of loss, anger, and sadness, I recommend you get busy and clean your environment. Cleaning is a feng shui concept that brings about peace and calm, something you desperately need right now, including order. Cleanse the entire house, throw out anything that belongs to him, empty the garage and the attic, wipe down the floors and the kitchen cabinets and clean out the closets. Once you remove all the clutter and anything you no longer want or need, slowly paint to redecorate your house exactly how you want it, starting with a new set of sheets and beautiful luxurious bedspread. An excellent guideline for tossing things out is to get rid of everything you haven't used in a year. You probably don't need it. You really won't miss it. You actually may consider a move. So preparing your house now is a great idea. Make no quick personal financial decisions for maybe a year, but realistically start cleansing. Maybe necessarily to financially sell your home and downsize your living space. If you decide to stay in your home, consider painting, replacing or rearranging furniture and purchasing a few new 
pretty pieces that make you feel happy. Be careful not to overspend and get into debt. Just purchase a few items that will make you feel renewed and happy. Some additional benefits of feng shui is it can improve your balance in life, encourage you to think creatively, helps you to get unstuck from your current situation, allowing you to think more clearly about the life you desire, can help increase personal wealth, and create harmonious relationships with others. Try learning more about this and other holistic healing methods. You may find your eating habits drastically changed. Many people admit not being able to eat for days and others overeat. Be careful to do neither in extreme. If you don't have much of an appetite, eat at least some proteins and healthy foods throughout the day. If you tend to overeat, get motivated to start a healthier eating plan and visit the gym. There's nothing like looking and feeling sexy again. It's the best form of personal revenge. But again, do this for you, not to win them back. Eat healthy food. Do what I call the God's diet. It's food that's provided for you on this earth from God. That's what you should eat. Fruits, nuts, steamed vegetables, fish or lower level animals like turkey or chicken. Stay away from pasta, white bread, sugar, dairy, large animal red meats, which are high in fats or difficult to digest, or made man packaged foods. For breakfast, have a protein shake with fresh berries, almond milk, and other really healthy things. Start dressing well and present yourself to the world with pride. Now that you're single, you'll soon be available to date after you heal. Consider a new haircut or style and donate all the clothes you haven't worn or that you don't like on you to someone who needs them. Your key is to simplify your life as much as possible. All the cleaning will help to dispel your hostile energy in a healthy way. At the end of the day, you might feel exhausted enough to fall asleep as well. A more natural sleep aid is melatonin. I really do advise that. Take one pill two hours before you want to go to sleep. You find that right in the vitamin store. And say a prayer as you lay down for sleep for peace and forgiveness and for you to have a new healthy love come into your life. Know that your emotions will go up and down and the stress will make you feel tired and forgetful. Keeping busy will help you. And sometimes at this point, work is good therapy. Be sure to meditate or pray daily, starting your day with the attitude of gratitude for all the blessings that you do have. And then ask God for what you want, some of which might be peace, energy, a sense of calm in the face of anxiety, stress, or depression. And finally, for a healthy love to enter into your life. Go out and have fun, smile and laugh a lot. Men love women with positive energy. Get to know these men slowly and don't sleep around or you'll be known as a player or worse. Keeping things light, honest, fun, and friendly will transfer you into a man magnet. With so many choices, your confidence will soar. And with time, one special man will emerge to let you know he would really like to date you exclusively. And you'll have all the knowledge you need to feel confident that he's a great match for you. There is more, of course. We only have so much time to cover this chapter but know that your pain will eventually go away the busy you stay with your new goals plans and dreams the better you'll feel as time passes the more you take care of yourself mind body spirit 
reach out to a great life and love coach that's a certified trauma professional as well and get the help now before you choose a new partner. You'll have a gorgeous new home, feel great about your new image and self-esteem and your many new accomplishments. Remember, this relationship was just a small part of your life journey. You'll get to a point where you can look back on the painful relationship with some fond memories and minimal regret and a new learning experience. You'll grow stronger and say, look at me now, watch me. And if directly after the breakup, you set up your daily, weekly, and monthly goals to reinvent yourself more, you'll be amazed at how far you've come in one or two years' time. Taking that break to focus on you and love yourself more, you will really grow in all of the areas that you choose to. The relationship may open you up to feel more love and compassion for others in pain as well. You have learned valuable lessons about relationship boundaries and now have the wisdom to recognize dysfunctional personality types before you get too emotionally involved. Focus on your new life, dreams, and goals. You'll find that you've radically changed your life for the better. You may become more peaceful, successful, talented, creative, outgoing, confident, and more financially stable. Moving on for your toxic relationship is your opportunity to shine. And isn't that a fabulous blessing? That is what I'm sharing tonight. Again, that's from my book, Love Beyond Your Dreams, Break Free of Toxic Relationships to Have Your Love You Deserve. It can be found in the Barnes & Noble Bookstore. And of course, on Amazon, both Live and Love. Free chapter downloads are at rihannamilne.com. And you can read tons of reviews on Amazon. Amazon. They're still both rated five stars since they've come out and love went to number one bestseller on Amazon in women and spirituality and in couples therapy. So now's the time for our last lesson. It's from the book, Simple Principles for a Happy and Healthy Marriage by Alex Lutch. This is principle 197 and it's called Cherish Your Past. An important aspect of creating a happy and healthy future together is cherishing the good times of your past. A shared history is a wonderful predecessor to a successful, positive tomorrow. With this in mind, pass on your family stories to your children. Tell them the good things about your marriage or your relationship and relive all the amazing experiences you had with a smile. Remember, all you have witnessed, created, and survived in life. Create journals, photo albums, and videos. Cherishing your past will help you look forward to what is still to come for you and your future. Next week on February 25th, we cover Should I Stay or Should I Go? Couples Coaching, Building Support Systems, the Watch Me Mindset for Change, and Learning to Be Alone. That is all we have for tonight, my love angels and transformers thank you for joining me on lessons in life and love be sure to join me next week monday at 6 p.m on bbm global network and as always i am here to help you have the life you desire and the love you deserve god bless and have a fabulous week we want to thank you for joining us on this episode of lessons in life and love with coach rihanna milne your personal journey of life and love transformation has only just begun. Go to RihannaMilne.com for more resources. And if you're really ready to take action to improve your life or love situation, apply now for a free life and love transformation discovery session with Rihanna, a $500 value. Just contact Rihanna with your questions and to tell her your story at RihannaMilne.com. And remember, it's time to have the life you desire and the love you deserve.